Welcome to the podcast, And the Church Said. My name is Dr. Monique Smith-Gadson, a Christ follower, a licensed professional counselor, specializing in the integration of the Christian faith in counseling and also in marriage and family therapy. I'm your host for this weekly podcast where we discuss church and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. All of our insights are rooted biblically to foster emotional, mental, and spiritual health for individuals and churches. We help the many members of the body, as well as the body as a whole, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Hello, everyone. So glad to have you join us for our conversation on today. I would like to take this time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast and to those who have subscribed and shared. I'm always appreciative of your support and your encouragement. And please continue to subscribe and share. And if you will, write a review. So love reading those. It is so encouraging to my heart. And please, if you will, um, give us a five-star rating out there as well. Thank you so much for all of your constant support. Today, our midweek service to the church is entitled Suicide and Youth and Young Adults. Last week during our midweek service segment, I reported on some, st on some statistics about suicide. Today, I want to focus in on a few of those st statistics specifically around youth and young adults. Let's review. Suicide is the leading cause of death for people ages 10 to 34, and the fourth leading cause of death for people ages 35 to 54. Suicide is the second leading cause of death for African Americans ages 15 to 24. Lesbian, gay, and bisexual youth are four times more likely to attempt suicide than straight youth. 10% of young adults say that they experienced suicidal thoughts in the past year. So if you have a youth and young adult ministry, then you should be discussing these facts. I do understand that this is an uncomfortable and a very difficult topic to talk about. However, to have such, such statistics not only staring at us, but also screaming at us and to remain silent is neglectful. And again, I say, if you're uncomfortable speaking on this, please bring in someone who is trained and qualified. There are Christ followers such as myself who are trained in the integration of theology and psychology and counseling and can handle these conversations with skill and with care. I reiterate that we are living in some very difficult days. There is hopelessness and desperation and depression and anxiety that is abounding at all time highs. People do not see a way out or through and they want relief right now. Maybe not death, and maybe so, but relief for sure. 
And if we are tiptoeing around the hopelessness that we know has to be present among these populations specifically, we again are being neglectful. I spoke during last week's midweek on the myth that if we talk about suicide, it is thought that it would push a person into actually committing suicide. And again, that is a myth. If anything, to normalize the feelings of hopelessness and desperation might give a person hope for just the next moment in time. And again, that's all we're trying to do. It's just to give hope. We're not trying to promote unfulfilled promises or promises that we don't know can be met. We're not trying to cheer a person up or prop them in ways that might not be sturdy. We're just giving them hope. We are being the hands and the feet of Jesus. If we can literally walk alongside a person who is going through the valley of the shadow of death. So we need to create safe spaces and we need to have resources and clinicians on ready. But we must walk through this topic. We need to say, here are the facts. How many of you have done the following or how many of you have noticed the following in another? An increased use of alcohol or drugs, aggressive behavior, Withdrawal from friends, family, and community. Dramatic mood swings. Impulsive or reckless behavior. Collecting and saving pills or buying a weapon. Giving away possessions. Tying up loose ends like organizing personal papers or paying off debts. Saying goodbye to friends and to family. Have you done the following or have you have, do you have these um, as part of your life or do you know these to be present in other people's lives? Like a family history of suicide, substance use, intoxication, access to firearms, or a serious or chronic medical illness, a history of trauma or abuse, prolonged stress, or a recent tragedy or loss. Do understand that suicidal behavior is a psychiatric emergency, and you need to seek help immediately, or you need to call 911. And you can also call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. We need to ask straightforward questions such as the following. Do you want to die? Do you have a plan to kill yourself? Can I call or help you call your psychiatrist or other medical professional? We also need to remove any means that a person can use to harm themselves, such as those firearms or knives or pills. If there are more than one person that is present, we need just one person to speak at a time. Do not overwhelm. 
We do not need to get into a theological debate. This is not the time to exegete scripture to determine whether or not a person who thinks about suicide or dies by suicide goes to hell or heaven. This is not the time. This is not the time to talk about is it right or wrong to even think about suicide. It's not the time. Try to manage your own anxieties. Try to be uncomfortable with the places that are going to be uncomfortable and difficult. And do be patient. Pray and ask God to give you discernment if you're supporting a friend through these difficult times. Sometimes presence can mean the world. And sometimes it's the alleviating of suffering. Is it possible that some hopelessness can be eradicated by the church just coming together with means to take care of some of the needs of that person who might be feeling desperate or hopeless at that time? Because sometimes it can be that simple and sometimes it's just not. So we have to pray for wisdom. Silence might be the answer. Presence, listening, not judging, accompanying someone to seek out help, creating safe spaces. So again, I just want to encourage the body to attune to the members that are without hope during these days. Our response should not be to deny or to ignore or to minimize, but we must act. We need to talk about suicide among these vulnerable populations during these very difficult times. This might be the opportunity and the invitation where we're being called to perfect that weeping when others weep. That might be what God is bidding us to do. So if you have a youth or a young adult ministry, I encourage you to talk about suicide. These statistics again scream at us. It is the leading cause of death for people ages 10 to 34. That's your entire youth ministry and just about your entire young adult ministry. That is the leading cause of death for that population. When we're talking more specifically about the African-American community, it is the second leading cause of death for African-Americans ages 15 through 24. Again, that is your youth and your young adult ministry. Lesbian, gay, and bisexual youth are four times more likely to attempt suicide than straight youth. This is not the time to talk to them about the behavior that is found pleasing to God. This is the time to say, if you identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, right now, that's not what matters to us. What matters to us is that you're safe and that we can get you help and support. That's what we are here to do in this moment. 10% of young adults say they experienced suicidal thoughts in the past year. 10% of young adults. 
Again, that's your young adult ministry. Are you checking in? Are you asking, are you okay? Are you asking, are you hopeless? Are you asking, are you depressed? Are you asking, do you have a plan to kill yourself? The church must act. We cannot be silent. We cannot deny, we cannot minimize, we cannot ignore, we cannot pretend that suicide is not an issue among our youth and our young adults because the statistics from the National Alliance of Mental um, Illness says differently. We need to talk about suicide among these vulnerable populations. We just must. These are some difficult days. And sometimes people just need to say it's difficult to live during these difficult days. So thank you so much for listening. Until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. After you have heard my call, that if you have a young adult ministry, if you have a youth ministry, you need to be talking about suicide with those populations. What will be your response? And the church said.